On the Pasik Eish Tamitukat al Mizbeach Leisichbe, which simply means of constant fire should be burning on the Mizbeach, it should not be extinguished. Rashi quotes the words Eish Tamid and explains Eish, the fire regarding which it says Tamid, the fire with which the candles of the Menorah are lit. There it says Tamid, those candles, those the fire for the Menorah will also be lit from the Mizbeach, from the Mizbeach Achitzin. Now, simply what Rashi is telling us is that this word Tamid seems to be an extra word because if the Torah just wants to emphasize that the fire needs to be constantly burning on the Mizbeach, it would have been enough without the word Tamid. It could have just said, Mizbeach, a fire will burn on the Mizbeach, will not be extinguished. Similar to what it says in the previous passage, So what is the word Tamid adding? And this is why Rashi says that the word Eish Tamid over here is actually referring to the fire of the Menorah. And that's why it's being referred to as a Neir Tamid, because the fire of the Menorah is called a Neir Tamid. And it should be lit from the Mizbeach. Tukad. In other words, it should be lit from the fire of the Mizbeach. And that would be the, that would be the meaning of the words Eish Tamid, that that fire of Tamid of the Menorah, Tukad al-Mizbeach, will be lit from the Mizbeach. However, the Rebbe says it's not understood. Our whole parsha over here is speaking about the Mizbeach and the things related to the Mizbeach, including the fire of the Mizbeach. So how would it make sense to come in over here, especially in Pshut Yishol Mikra, anything about the fire of the Menorah? Why are we suddenly saying about how the fire of the Menorah is lit? The fact that the Torah adds that word Tomid, we could have explained, seemingly very, very simple, that the Pasuk is just coming to put an extra emphasis on the timidus, on how constant and continual the fire has to be. And also to say it in a positive way, not only about the fact that it shouldn't be extinguished, but that the fire should constantly be there without interruption. In fact, we see that the Evan Ezra, who was one of the main Pashtone Amikra, those that explained the Psukim simply, that's exactly the way he explains the word Tomid, that is just coming to add and emphasize how constant and continual the fire of the Mizbeach has to be. Now, even though it's true that Rashi takes his words from the words of the Razal, nevertheless, we know, and as discussed many, many times, that even the Medrashi Chazal, that Rashi brings Bepirushi al are things that are necessary for the understanding of Pshutish Mikra. Especially when Rashi doesn't even say it in the, in the way of Rabbi Seinu Darshu, that this is a special Medrash, from which we understand that this Pirush is absolutely necessary for Pshutesh mikra In other words, this is, this is what would be understood from the simple Pshat of the Pasuk. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, Rashi himself had previously explained, this is just one Pasuk earlier, that in these Psukim we have many times the word of burning, a fire burning, Yekidois Harbe, many words with a Shoirish similar to Moikdo. The Pasuk says, Al Moikdo, Ve'eisham Izbeach Tukad Boy, Ve'eisham Izbeach Tukad Boy, and then our Pasuk, Eish Tommy took it says Rashi, Kulo Nidrishu Yuma, all of these tukads are Darshan and Yuma, because there we have a machloikas of our, of Rabbi Seinu regarding how many fires would burn on the Mizbeach. In other words, according to that previous Rashi, it seems quite clear that when the Pasuk over here says, Eish Tommy Tukad, is actually speaking about one of the fires that were on the Mizbeach. 
So how is it that one Pasuk later Rashi is telling us that these words are coming to tell us about the fire of the Menorah? Furthermore, the Rebbe asks, in this very Pasuk itself, the next words, Eish Tomit Tukat the next words are Loisichba, Rashi clearly explains that the words Loisichba are referring to the fact that the fire of the Mizbech is not extinguished. How could Rashi say that these words, Eish Tomid, Tukat Alamizbech, is referring to the fact that the fire of the Menorah should be taken from the Mizbech? Says the Rebbe, we would be able to answer seemingly, as some of Farshim actually do learn, that the Pasuk Eish Tamid by itself, Rashi is not translating differently to the Pasuk, the meaning of the Pasuk. Yes, it is speaking about the Mizbeach. All Rashi is doing is coming to say that this word Tamid that says by the Mizbeach, we have an extra limud, there's an extra remez that we could take out from this word Tamid that we are also going to light the Menorah from the fire of the Mizbeach. The Rebbe, however, says it's difficult to say this in Rashi. Because number one, then Rashi should have said something like, if, in a, again, if Rashi is saying that this passing is referring to the Mizbeach, there's just some extra limud over here for the Menorah as well, that Rashi should have said something like, Rabbi Seinu lamdu mikan, or mikan lamdu. In other words, we also learn something else from here. Secondly, the Rebbe says, Rashi brings from the Pasuk, he also quotes the words, Eish tamid, Eish. And also when he translates it, together with the Tomid, he's also translating the word Eish, fire. How does Rashi say? Eish or Tomid, the fire regarding whom it says Tomid. In other words, that the Tomid is describing that fire that says in the Pasuk. So it's not as if we could come along and say that Rashi was only concerned about the word Tomid, and say, oh, we're also giving a remez and learning out something for the Menoid over here, but that the Pasuk itself is still really speaking about the Mizbeach. No, Rashi is saying, Eish Tomid, the fire that's Tomid, meaning the fire of the Menoid will be lit from the Mizbeach. It sounds like Rashi is translating that these words are referring to the Menoid and not to the Mizbeach. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, from the Arichus Haloshan in Rashi, where it says, Af he, that also the light fire of the Menorah, may Alha Mizbeach Achitzoin Tukad will be lit from the Mizbeach Achitzoin. Again, it seems to be obvious that he's translating this idea of the Menorah within the Pasuk. He's saying, Eish Tamid Tukad Alam Mizbeach, the fire that's Tamid will be burnt, the fire of the Menorah, that is, Tukad Alam Mizbeach will be taken from the Mizbeach. So it's very difficult to say that Rashi is saying that it's referring to the fire of the Mizbeach, and there's just another limud over here for the Menorah. No, it sounds like Rashi is saying that's the Pshat in our Pasuk. The Rebbe says, there are Mepharshim that try to answer the contradiction between Rashi, this Rashi and the previous Rashi, where again, that in the previous Rashi, we said that Rashi is saying that all of these extra tukads are coming to teach us how many fires there are on the Mizbeach. Whereas here, Rashi is saying that it's related, this, these words, is related to the Menorah. So some of Farshim say the following, that in Mesechta Yuma, this, this, these words, is actually not referring to those fires on the Mizbeach. Rather, all the different fires, how many fires there would be, would be learned out from previous Psukim. And when Rashi says, that all of these, are Darshan and Masechta Yuma, Beminyan Hamarochis, regarding how many fires these were, is not to say that our Pasuk over here, Eish Tomid, is also part of that Machloikas. 
Rather, all Rashi is saying with these words is that generally, in Mesech Yuma, the Chazal are darshaning these psukim. What are all these psukim for? But not that this particular posuk that we are discussing in our Sikha is related to the fires of the Mizbeach. Says the Rebbe, however, based on what we know, how much Rashi is medayik, how careful he is with his expressions. It's understood that this answer is completely not simple. Because if Rashi is just trying to tell us where these psukim are generally darshan in the Gemara, Rashi could have just said, Kula yuma, as we find in a number of places. Why does Rashi have to add those words that they, it was darshan and yuma where they're arguing about how many fires there were? So therefore we have to say that these words, is relevant to what Rashi is trying to say. It's not just giving us a general maramakim telling us that yes, all of these psukim are darshan and yuma. And therefore, we again have the original question in the previous Rashi. It seemed to be that Rashi was using this Pasuk to add to one of the fires of the Mizbeach. And now suddenly Rashi is telling us that these words are actually telling us about the Menorah. Says the Rebbe, the explanation is like this. The word Tamid, Rashi had explained already earlier by the Menorah, that when the Menorah is lit every single night, that's also considered Tamid. And Rashi gives an example, when it says, Oilas Tomid, the carbon Tomid that comes every day, so it says Tomid, but it doesn't mean constantly, but rather, again, the fact that it's every single day, that's considered Tomid. Rashi gives another example from the Minchas Chavitin, this was a special Mincha brought by the Koyin Gadol, there it also says Tomid, but it would only be brought half of it in the morning, half of it in the, in the, in the afternoon. So since Rashi, tells us that the word Tomid generally doesn't have to mean something constant, continuous. Rather, the word Tomid could just mean even something that happens every single day. It's very difficult to say that according to Rashi, when the word Tomid appears in our Posik, is coming to add in the concept of the Tmidus, in how long the fire has to be burning. In other words, the Posik said already, Loisichbe that the fire should not be extinguished. It's hard to say that the word Tomid is coming to add to how constant that fire has to be, as we had suggested in the beginning of the Sikha, that maybe that's what Tomid is coming to tell us. Because on the contrary, Loisichba means that the fire shouldn't be put out at all. There should never be a pause. But the word Tomid by itself could have meant that it should just be just by day or just at night. Within that itself, it doesn't even necessarily have to be the whole day or the whole night, just the fact that it happens every single day or every single night. So it's hard to say that the word Tomid of air is coming to add something to the Mizbeach itself, the fire of the Mizbeach. And this is why Rashi comes along and tells us that the word Eish Tomid of air is actually referring to a different fire. It's coming to teach us that the fire regarding which it says, Lahalois Neir Tomid, that's the fire of the Menorah, that should also be taken from the Mizbeach. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand why in that previous Rashi, where Rashi speaks about the fact that there are many different times words with the Shoydish related to Moiket, Yikidois Harbe, many fires. Rashi doesn't just say, this says many fires, and relying on the fact that we will count them. But Rashi actually goes ahead and enumerates all the different Sukkim, including our Pasuk Eshtuma, Tamid. Another point the Rebbe says, the Arichus of Rashi, Rashi says, Ribokan, that he adds over here many different fires, etc. Rashi seemingly could have just said that it says four times things related to the Indian of Moikdo. 
And furthermore, the Rebbe says that after Rashi tells us that they're all Darshan and Yuma, he adds the point that Rabbi Yisaynu argue over there regarding the amount of fires that were there. Why is Rashi doing all of this? Because Rashi is coming over here to emphasize the idea that this Pirush is dependent, this Pirush that we are about to say now, about that the Menorah is coming, whether it's coming from the Mizbeach, is dependent on these machloikas regarding the amounts of fires. In other words, like this. According to one opinion, where we're going to we'll discuss in a minute, that they use all the words moikta to tell us how many fires there are, and that's going to be four fires. So they're going to say, since, as Rashi puts it, the Rebo Khan, since here in, in the, these Psukim by the Mizbeach, there says all these expressions of fire, so it makes sense to say, according to this opinion, opinion, that all the fires are referring to the Mizbeach, and that they say that every single day there were these four fires on the Mizbeach. And based on this, the Pasuk Eish Tomit Tukad Allah Mizbeach is included with those fires on the Mizbeach. And that opinion, Rash, according to that opinion, Rashi wouldn't even have to say what Eish Tomit Tukad Allah Mizbeach would mean because we just said already before, simply it's referring to all the fires that are on the Mizbeach. So why does it say the word Tamid? Well then, according to that opinion, we would have to say something like the Evan Ezra said, or some other Pirish, what we learn out from the word Tamid to come, coming to emphasize how common it is, how consistent it is, or some other Pirish. But according to the other opinions, that there weren't four Maharachas, or there weren't four fires. They, there are different opinions in the Gemara, there was two or three. It's based on those Pirushim that Rashi is saying, that they could have a proof from Pshutish Mikra as well, that our posse cannot be used for those extra maroches, for those extra fires, because it makes more sense to say, it's smoother to say, it's, it's easier to say, that the Eshtamid is referring to the Menorah, that the Menorah will be lit from the Mizbeach. They learn that that's the simple Pshat and Pshut Mikra, and therefore how many fires were on the Mizbeach? As Rashi puts it, Harbe, there were many fires, but not four necessarily. There was more than one. There was two or three, but not necessarily four. So again, maybe just to summarize the way the Rebbe is explaining what's going on over here. What the Rebbe is saying is, yes, according to the previous Rashi, when we spoke about that there's many fires, so according to one of those opinions in the Gemara that there's four fires, they wouldn't be able to use our Pasuk. But according to the other opinions, which is two fires or three fires, then definitely they could use our Pasuk to say that this Pasuk, Eish Tomit, Tukat Mizbeach, is being used for the Menorah, that the Menorah should be also be lit from the Mizbeach. Says the Rebbe, from the Inyonim Mufloim Al-Derech HaHaloche in this Rashi, by a number of Dinim, where you have a few details that are dependent on each other, so the question arises, which one of these details is the main thing, and which one is the which one is the cause, which one is the effect? Which aspect is causing the other? And the Rebbe gives an example by Shtei Halechem. Shtei Halechem are, of course, those two loaves that are brought on Shavuos. And the halacha is that these Shtei Halechem, which are brought from wheat, has to be Mincha Chadasha. It has to be from the new grain, from the new wheat, and that before the Shtei Halechem were brought on Shavuos, you would not be allowed to bring any other mincha, any other flower offering in the Beis HaMikdosh. So the question is as follows. What is the main thing? What is the cause and what is the effect? In other words, is it a halacha? 
in the Shtei HaLechem, that they absolutely must be the first Mincha of the new grain, and as a result of that, you cannot bring any other Minchas, anything else from the new grain until that's brought, because that absolutely has to be brought first. Or is it really a Halacha as part of the other Menachas, that the other Menachas, in order for them to be brought, there is something that needs to permit them, that needs to allow them to be brought. In order to bring the new menachis from the new grain, from the new flour, you first had to have the shtei halechem, and once they were brought, that's going to allow any other menachis to come to be. What would be the practical difference from this? So the Rebbe says there's a number of things, but the Rebbe mentions one. So say, for example, someone went ahead and was makriv a different mincha from the new grain before the shtei halechem were brought. So the question now is, do we need to have the Shtei HaLechem to allow other Menachis to be brought? Could other Menachis, do other Menachis still have that Isur of bringing them without the Shtei HaLechem? And the Rebbe explains, if the reason was that the Shtei HaLechem need to be the, the first of the new grain, so if the Shtei HaLechem is not the first anyways, so you cannot say anymore that there's an Isur to bring any of the other ones because... The Shtei HaLechem are not going to be first either way. They weren't first already. Something else was brought first. And therefore, now you can go ahead and bring other Menachis from the Tvuah Hadasha. If, however, the point was that you cannot bring any Menachis before the Shtei HaLechem are brought, so then, even if something else was brought, you still cannot bring any other Menachis from new grain until the Shtei HaLechem are going to be brought first in order to allow those Menachis to take place. Says the Rebbe, in a similar way, we can apply it to our case. We have the obligation to light the menorah from the outer Mizbeach. Is it a halacha in the lighting of the menorah that the menorah must be lit from the Mizbeach HaChitzon? Or is it part of, it's an obligation that's related to the parsha of the Mizbeach. It's part of the Mizbeach. In other words, one of the things that the fire of the Mizbeach needs to be used for is to light the menorah. Again, what would be the practical difference? Says the Rebbe, let's say for whatever reason we don't have the fire of the Mizbeach. Is that going to stop us from lighting the Menorah? If it's a din in the Menorah, that the Menorah has to be lit from the Mizbeach, so if we don't have fire from the Mizbeach, we can't light the Menorah. If, however, it's not a part of the halachis of the Menorah, it's rather a part of the halachis of the Mizbeach, that one of the things the fire needs to be used for is to take it for the Mizbeach. So then if we don't have the fire of the Mizbeach, there's no longer an obligation that the menorah must be lit from that fire, and therefore we can use a different fire. Now, says the Rebbe, according to halacha, it seems to be that it's actually part of the halacha, is part of the, of the menorah, that the menorah has to be lit from the Mizbeach, and it must have that fire of the Mizbeach HaChitzin. But from Rashi, it would seem the other way around, that it's actually more halacha in the Mizbeach. From the fact that Rashi changes the words of the Razal, of the Gemara. The Gemara says, The fire that I told you, the fire of the Menorah, where should you get it from? You should get that fire from the Mizbeach. So that sounds like the fire is coming, the fire from the Menorah, make sure to take it from the Mizbeach. Rashi is discussing the Mizbeach and he says, Af he. So he says, he says like this, that also, we're speaking about the Mizbeach, and now we're saying that also the Menorah should be lit from the Mizbeach. That seems to be implying that it's a halacha in the Mizbeach, 
that the fire needs to also be used for the fire of the menorah. Especially, the Rebbe says, that if you take the psukim simply, since the Torah is putting out this limud for the menorah within the story, within the parsha the halacha on the mizbeach achitzoyin, and not in the parsha of menorah, it sounds more like it's a halacha within the mizbeach. Says the Rebbe Doyerov, all of the Sanavaydis Hashem, the Kalim that were in the Mishkan and the Migdash generally are divided into two categories. We have the Kalim that were standing on the inside in the Heichal, and that's things like the Mizbeach, the inner Mizbeach. We have the Menorah, we have the Shulchan, and then we have the Mizbeach Achitsa and the outer Mizbeach. In Avoidus Adam, these are two different types of Avoidus. We have the Avoidus where a person is doing and working within himself. And then there is the, and then there is the avoider where a person is influencing and working with another year to be makar of those that are also on the outside and the, the, also the portion of the world on the outside, similar to the Mizbeach Achitzoin, which on that Mizbeach specifically, the carbonates of all Yidin would be brought. That's basically the place where matters of the world are being elevated, the Mizbeach Achitzoin. More specifically, says the Rebbe, the lighting of the Menorah corresponds to the union of Torah, as we know, Kineir Mitzvah the Torah Oir. And regarding Torah, this is what we say concerning the Menorah, Lahalo Isneir Tomid. This is a constant light. Just like the Chiyuv of Talmud Torah, that we always have to be learning Torah as opposed to other mitzvahs. Many mitzvahs are only in certain times. Especially if a person is Torah, so Torah is sole occupation. So that is Neir Tomid, a constant light. He's constantly connected to Hashem. So a person that's sitting and learning Torah all the time, a Yoshevoy, like the Menorah, could argue. Since I could manage to be a lit menorah in a way of lahalis ner tamid, so maybe I don't need to come on to the concept of mitzvahs. Even if it's a mitzvah that technically may pass and I'm not going to manage to do it. And certainly, he says, why do I have to have anything to do with matters of the world or even with a yid that relative to him and to his space and to his advantage, to his mile of Yoshev oil, Compared to him, that other person is bechutz, is in the outside, like the mizbeach achitzon. This is where the hoyrah comes, that the menorah is lit from the mizbeach. And, of course, there is also the idea of the mizbeach apnimi, which would represent the great avoid of a yid working within himself as well. But the light of the menorah is lit not from the mizbeach apnimi, even though it's standing right next to it. And that would be the avoid of Pnimi Yisalev, the very deep part of a Yid's Neshama, etc. But where is it? It's specifically lit from the Mizbeach HaChitzoyim. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, from Rashi's words it comes out, that the fire, even as it's on the Mizbeach, it's already connected to the fire of the Menorah. And the same thing says the Rebbe in Avoid the Sodom, that an order by a Yosh, that by a of oil, that an order that by a person that sits and learns Torah, in order for him to have that it should be burning and shining, that fire of Torah, it first has to matter to him, it has to be important to him what's happening with the yid that's on the outside. That by him it should be burning his neir Hashem Nishmasadim, that the fire should be burning over there, like in the Mizbeach HaChitzoyim. And only then could he also ignite his candle, his menorah, the Oira Torah, with that fire. Says the Rebbe, this connection of the menorah with the Mizbeach HaChitzoyim, Again, which means you have to get involved with those that are on the outside. It's so important that where is it being hinted? It's hinted in our Pasuk with the word Tamid. Because the idea of Tamid, the Tamidius, in order for a Yoshev oil to really be able to do things in a consistent and a constant way, is only achieved through the fact that he goes through various different Nisyoinus and difficulties dealing with the Chutz. 
and he gets involved with affecting other Yidin as well. Only then could he also achieve his own avoid in Limudat Torah, also this Mila of Timidius.